All right, welcome back to Judging Bouncing Balls, episode number 18. Toby, how are we doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Wow, 18, big number. Big number. Getting into almost yes. number 20 here, coming right up. Right. It's going to be good. Work week at 20. <laughs> well, the, uh, week. you know, pre, pre, uh, pre-meeting, we had the, the discussion of like, uh, you know, all the massive planning that we do for this episode and we just decided to wing it like we always do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm sure nobody can tell. Right. I got scribbles without my pen and paper of a uh, free throw line. I don't know why. <laughs> Are you going to start nice coaching soon? Training. Yeah. Right. Running the, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know basketball anymore. I would like to see you on the sideline coaching some basketball. That'd be fun. I love coaching. I wish I could do more, but just no time. Yeah. So we're uh, you have a had an excellent week. Uh, lots of stories that I, I understand. Anything you want to fill us in on? Well, first off, I got back to pickleball today. Um, did you three week three week hiatus? I did explain to everybody that the real reason was uh, I did get suspended. Uh, PEDs. Ooh. Uh, after winning a couple championships, they t- they drug test you at this at this pickleball gang, and but I did go out drug free and uh, I won another championship. Wow! Played well, yeah. Reasserted your dominance. Yeah, I was thinking about taking it on the road, maybe trying another gym, you know. But then again, I don't know. It's best maybe down to stay put. Down to a younger, more affluent area. See if you can take them. Yeah. I know we go down to Appleton by some of the soccer dads down there play, but I think it's best I stay in my lane. Yeah, probably. Which yeah, soccer dads play? Uh, Joe and Jake. Ooh, Jake seems like he'd be good. I know Joe. Joe, I think Joe went and bought shoes, like pickleball shoes. Pickleball shoes. Right. What the, uh-huh. what, what's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're I think they're regular tennis shoes that are, they just put pickleball in the box. Speaking of Joe, I don't think he works. By the way, I think he just goes on. I think he's a professional vacationer. Oh yeah, well, it's, you know, he doesn't do anything in the winter. God, he's got a maid. Actually, now that you think about it, what a great he kid. really does. Kind of makes you sick. Happy belated birthday to Joe yesterday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, are you still drinking salt water? Uh, not tonight. No, I'm good. Yeah, just water. Muscles are fine. <laughs> yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not try that. I got to be honest. I didn't put salt in anything. Well, well, to be honest, I don't put a lot in. You can't really taste it. It just almost makes it be a little. It's like a little more. Uh, somebody even said it tastes like uh, bottled water. Like uh, I can't remember who's there's. There's one company that adds a little bit of salt to their water. So you know, it's like it's high end or something. I don't know. Right. Probably I should, I should put like Himalayan salt in there. Be really fancy, right? The salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> exactly. But no, get getting back to the week. I got a letter in the mail a couple months or a couple weeks ago that says uh, I've been selected for jury duty, my civic duty. Uh, I took it seriously. I called in Sunday night to wow. prevail, and uh, I called in Monday night, and I'm in I'm in Group A. And they said, group A to report. So I got up, showered, had my cup of coffee, and I went to the courthouse. And uh, I've always wanted to be to see the how it works because I've never done it. I put you in a room with, I think there was 35 people. Like, it was way more people than I ever imagined. So then we go up to the courtroom and we sit in, not in the jury box, but we sit where the, where the common folks sit that are watching the trial. Okay. And uh, they, they, they say they have 20 chairs up front. So they start naming names. And I'm like, all right, let's not do this, right? Move on. They kind of said some Bs, and then they went to Cs, and then they were all over the board. I'm like, I think I'm good. Number 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 12. I got to number 12, and then my name was called. So I went and I sat in my chair. And then, so in my head, everybody's like, well, just say you're, say you think everybody's guilty or, you know. <laughs> Make up so, stuff to get out of this. Do they ask you those questions? They they ask you really random questions. So they're like, the assistant DA is kind of a young, quirky guy. 
his pants were floods and uh, he was really trying to impress, but he, he did a nice job. But so they go through everybody in the DA office and they're like, does anybody know anybody? And then the, the, the uh, defense attorneys, they go through everybody at his office. And I figured there's a chance I might know somebody and I didn't, so I didn't say anything, but then they're like, does anybody else know anybody else in the, uh, out of the 20 people? Jeremy, I gotta be honest. There's people in this world that should not be allowed jury duty. Like they're like, there's this one lady that was like, Oh my God. Yes. The gentleman three down for me. Um, we live next to him. He was our neighbor. And then the judge is like, all right, when was this? And she's like 30 years ago. And uh, you can see the judge like, Oh, for God's sakes, like, is this going to hamper your ability to make a decision? They're like, no. And I'm just I'm yes. like rolling my eyes. Yeah. So I'm trying to give my body language. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be here. And I'm like angry. Right. Cause the defendants in the room, he's in, sitting at the defense table and I'm like, oh. so then they ask some dumb questions and I don't have an answer. So I don't raise my hand. So then they, they give the, the list to the, the attorneys and they pass it back and forth. And I'm like, Oh, come on. There's a lot of, older people on this, that would be great for jury, right? Right. Time, they got effort. <clears throat> Call my name. One of 12. Juror number 10. They just, they got to have it you. It's amazing. Yeah. So I did my due diligence. They gave me a pad of paper. I didn't write down one thing. I'll be honest. I got through a, <laughs> about 30% of the trial. I didn't even know what we were, they were charging them with. Like, and it was a slam dunk case. He was guilty from the moment the DA opened his mouth. And they called it. So what happened was there was a guy that was on methamphetamine, passed out at the wheel, and ran into a semi. Jeez. Yeah. So we're like, okay. You know, nobody got hurt. The first guy was a semi driver, and he said, no, I saw the guy come across the line. He was slouched over in his chair. Then the cop. Then the lady that took blood with the warrant and then the crime lab, young lady from the crime lab came up from Madison. She was fabulous. I learned all about D-methamphetamines and L-meth. I really paid attention. And it, it was a slam dunk case. Like, that guarantee. So we go back and they, they and the, the defense doesn't call anybody. The, the, the young guy doesn't, he didn't go on the stand, right? The defense barely did anything. He was just praying to God that the state did prove their case. So we go back in the jury room and there's 12 of us sitting around the table. And all I can imagine is you ever see the movie 12 angry men? Yeah. Great movie. Right. And so one of the older women goes, we need, let's just vote. And I'm like, this is going to be 12 zero. Like we're done. 10 to two. What? Oh my God. And, and I felt bad, but when, when it was 10 to two, I'm sitting at the end of the table. I go, you gotta be beeping, kidding me. Like, I didn't mean to say it aloud. Oh, the guy, the guy on my left goes, right? And I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. Like, oh man. The two people are probably like, what the heck? Right. And these, it was two women, and one of them talked all the time. And then the other one, I don't know. And then they started like trying to say that the, the semi driver told, he said his, his semi was full. And then he said it wasn't full. Like, is he lying? I'm like, the semi driver's not on trial. Like, what are we doing? And the, I said, the crime lab lady, I said, all we have to do is for, if the guy had meth in his system, he's guilty. The crime lab lady said he was a, she was a hundred percent positive. He's guilty. And then after four minutes or five minutes, they're like, yeah, I think he's guilty. <laughs> they were that convinced. Like, Easily convinced. Yeah. Okay. They wanted to like try to argue this out. I'm like, I just want to go home. Like he's flat. So we had to go back and then we had to, they read the verdict. And then the defense attorney said he wanted to, uh, everybody to go through and say they agreed with the uh, decision. Juror 10. Do you agree with the decision? 
I do. <laughs> so I got to ask a couple of questions here. What do you think he was just trying to get like a hung jury? Like, it, I mean, it's if it was that clear cut, like what's he, what's his, why is he paying this dude who, I'm, by the way, doesn't sound like he did a very good job. <laughs> the, the lawyer, defense lawyer, sounds well, like he's just cashing a check would, at this point. Yeah. He's he's a public defender. Like he was doing his due diligence for public defending. So the judge came in after and talking to us in the jury room, and she's like, "So what do you think?" And you know, we were talking. She's like, "We couldn't tell you this, but this was his fifth or sixth offense." Oh. And I'm like, "Can we put him in jail? Because like, if he doesn't hit the semi." And the semi was going slow at the time because it just turned a corner. He barrels through a four-way stop and kills somebody. Like it, yeah. And she's like, "Well, we're not allowed to tell you that." And I'm like, "Dude, the guy." And so I think he was going because when we read the verdict, two sheriffs came in. I think they were taking him to the big house. Well, a fifth or sixth offense, he probably deserved it. Holy yeah. buckets! I'm not saying I know what a meth head looks like. But that guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you're able to add that into the, the case, but you're like, eh. I can't take that into consideration what they look like. Oh, man. So he looked like he probably belonged somewhere on, on uh, Breaking Bad. That he belongs at the House of Many Doors, <laughs> they say. In the... Yeah, but it was interesting. I, I'm glad I, I was able to do it because I've always wanted to do it. But I'm also glad I didn't get like a. Like we got this big trial going on coming up. This ship business girl who cut somebody's head off, and what? I don't need that. Yeah, she was all fueled up on the on the drugs. Jeez. So I don't need to see pictures of some dude's head laying in a bucket. That's crazy. Okay, well, yeah, I've only been called once, uh, and I I went to the trial. Like it went to trial. I showed up at the courthouse. I get there and. And then they pled out, the defense pled out right when we were sitting there. And then I got to hear the judge chew out the defendant because they made us all come and then they didn't use us. So then they chewed him out for, for pleading out so late in the process. But that was the only time I'd ever, uh, ever gone. My father-in-law just a few years ago did a murder trial. Like he actually had to do, a, that, that was like a week long. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Only if they sequester me for like a hotel, like if they put me at the Hyatt for like a week. Room service, I am in. I won't talk to anybody. Like, I'm quiet. Sign me up. <laughs> oh, bring a stack of movies along. Right? I would just like, I'm not quite positive I knew I can make my decision today. I'm going to need another night. Jerry 10 keeps dragging this thing out. Yeah, but my concern was so that was Tuesday, so then you call in Tuesday night for Wednesday, and I knew we weren't going to like. There's very little chance, but I had to call in at four thirty tonight for tomorrow, and it's the opening round of basketball. Like I take off Thursday for basketball, Ooh. and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, this, and then I, I don't have to go. All right, so speaking of which, let's transition to sports related. What who yeah. who. Who did you pick for the uh, tournament? Who's who's winning your bracket? I didn't do a bracket. What? I didn't. I, I just I haven't had time. I'll tomorrow. I go in <laughs> as I go down to my buddy's bar, and I hand over some money, and then he hands me a ticket. It is not gambling, because gambling means I have a shot at winning. I don't have a shot at winning, um, but I think uh, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Alabama at one. I like Arizona. Uh, I think Purdue's got a shot just because of the big guy. Yeah. Because it's these mid-majors can't get over that that hump. Uh, I think KU's got a team. I'm always kind of rooting for KU because I got a buddy that went there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what about – did you fill one out? I did fill one out. I will admit I don't know anything. I don't watch very much. It, 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 I used to watch all the time. I used to love college basketball and – I just don't. I don't have the time. Don't watch that much anymore. I did take Purdue to go to the to the uh, to be the national champion. I can't remember who I had. I think I had K State going quite a ways. Um, I tried to do a little bit of research. Uh, see if I can pull it up here quick. But I didn't do a ton. I'll be honest. And and like I said, yeah, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes. Yeah, it's not like I'm very good. 
but yeah, so I picked Purdue. I, I went with a one seed. What a, what a, you know, what a gambler. Right. Right. I, I did. Uh, I want to follow up on last week when we had rookie on that. Oh, I did not get a team. What? I sent him text message after text message and unbelievable. I tried calling in. I didn't even get it to ring. Wow. Yeah. So you, I was very, very not happy. You know somebody and you still couldn't even get in. That's amazing. I, right. I'm friends with the guy running the thing. Like, just pull a Jeez. ticket and hand it. Like, be like, hey, Toby's a winner. <laughs> Nothing. Make up a name. I don't care what you call me. So, by the way, my I, other buddy Dave, or oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, me and my buddy Dave are on a text chain with Rookie, and it's just constant. I mean, we are just badgering him how his contest sucks and blah 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 blah. blah. And then we're like, but just get us a number. We'll leave you. We we'll love you. I, I'm starting to see maybe why you didn't get a team. <laughs> right? He probably told the fan oh, to block absolutely. your numbers. <laughs> I absolutely know why he's not giving me a ticket. He likes to see me whine. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't try to get a team either. I'm just, I I wish all those people that got teams the best, though. Eh, sort of. But I wanted the Final Four. It was a year's worth of Pep's Pizza and a pizza cooker. Could have used a pizza cooker Oof. from the basement. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, my Final Four was... My final four was Texas, Gonzaga, and then Arizona, Purdue, and I had Purdue versus Gonzaga. That's who I have. I'd like to see Gonzaga win it. I think they've they've been in the running so many times, they just can't get over the hump. They can't, yeah. So I'd be okay with Gonzaga. I Like I said, I'll be amazed if I get any of those final four right. So. <laughs> Do you do it on Yahoo or send it in somewhere? Or just uh, I, I did it on Yahoo mainly just because it's easier that way, but I, I have a written-out bracket with my whole family. Like, everyone in my family does one, too. And so uh, we compare, like, because I've got an 8-year-old, so he doesn't do anything online. So we, we always print out brackets because he likes to do them as well. It's always good getting beat by an 8-year-old as well. So that's exciting. Right. Who doesn't know much about any of it. Right. The kid is like addicted though. He's down and like he's not right now because he went to bed because it's too late. But he's up trying to watch every game, and it, I wouldn't be surprised if suddenly oh, on that's th- awesome. yeah, if suddenly on Thursday he <laughs> is sick and needs to stay home. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You have him call me, and Uncle Toby will get him out of school. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. So, anyways, yeah, we'll see. I, I do, I do like March Madness. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it is it is enjoyable when you can just sit and kind of watch. Uh, so I'll be lucky that we have spring break coming up here. Um, so we, you know, uh, after Friday. So I'll, I'll have some time to, to watch maybe next week. It'll be good. Yeah, I like Thursday, and then I like the Final Four in the championship. That's all I watch. Nice. Yeah, we're taking. I'm taking. Uh, we're going for, for spring break. Our spring breaks next week, and Macy's got soccer, and so uh, me and Jackie are going to. Uh, Marquette, Michigan, for a couple nights. Hello. All right. Yeah. Well, it's work related. Eh, that's all right. It's a deduction. It's a right. A write off, as Seinfeld would say. <laughs> it's a write off. It's a write off. I'm going to the Bucks game next Wednesday night. Next Wednesday night, I'm not gonna be able. To, we're gonna have to switch tonight. Oh. I'm going to the Bucks game. Okay. We can figure that out. That works. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, soccer starts. Yeah, you guys have practice start on Monday. That's when we start. So they were doing the Bayport tryouts. They were supposed to be next week, and then with spring break, they moved it like two weeks ago. They moved it a week later. So they're going to do training camp for three days. Okay. Yeah, we start. Are you doing tryouts? Yeah, so we do tryouts on Monday. And I'm not. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm going to make fun of my own program a little bit here. I'm not sure why we call it tryouts because I'm pretty sure everybody's making. (laughs) So. I mean, now wait a second here. When you said we, do you have any updates on the coaching status I, at uh, I, Smash High School? I do have some updates. We have four coaches hired. One of them being yours truly, um, and so I will I will be helping out with the uh, girls uh, girls team uh, this year, which is going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be uh, quite the challenge, but it's going to be a fun one. So yes, we will be uh, on the sidelines. So I'll have to definitely keep you more abreast of the. Uh, 
the uh, fast soccer woes and triumphs. Do you get east at all? Do you come over here at all? I think we try to stay away from you guys as much as possible. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we play you, but be, uh, if you get in the area, I will. I will. Uh, I'll load up the truckster and head out, and I will razz you. <laughs> <laughs> Just run like a rented mule. <laughs> Just not the head coach, not the other two guys, just you. I like it. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, that's a fair question. I'd probably look back and be like, oh. <laughs> no, that's going to be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, the, the good thing about our team is we do have some younger players that are coming up. Um, you know, I'm obviously my daughter's a freshman, but we also have some other young players that are uh, some good ones. We've got a girl from that plays at MCU uh, club ball. Uh, and then there's another girl that uh, that played club for quite a while. So there's there's quite a few girls that are pretty young. Uh, and then there's some girls next year that are going to be coming up. So hopefully we can turn the tides back, get back to the Abby Gemza days of actually having a nice solid team. So that's the that's the goal. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I just heard Abby uh, transferred to Utah State. Really? From Lamar? Yeah, third school. Yeah. Did the little portal action. I wonder if she got Texas. some uh, some NIL deals. Because she started at what, Texas Tech? I think so. Somewhere down there, and then she went to Lamar. Okay. And now she's at Utah State, so maybe the uh, stakes are getting better. <laughs> good for Abby. That's awesome. Hopefully she got uh, yeah, a good absolutely. deal on the NIL money. Maybe she's got a little sponsorship action. That's what the, that's what the portal's for, making some bread. <laughs> Or a better situation, that too. That would be good. Or just a better education. I mean, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. We value the education. Yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, we we missed last week when we had Rookie on. We, we didn't even get to the semifinals of the Wisconsin girls basketball. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even get to watch any of the games because I was on – I was chaperoning a trip to Washington, D.C. I did not see Joe Biden. Uh, I was out there. I was looking at the White House. I saw some pictures, took some pictures of the White House. Sarah, Amelia and I were on the front yard or, you know, front lawn right outside on the gate. Took a selfie. No Joe. So what are you going to do? How, how was the trip overall? It was actually really good. The kids were great. Um, you know, we had a couple little hiccups with non-kids, uh, but overall the guy that I was going with uh, that was the head chaperone he said that it was the best one he's been on maybe ever so the kids were good uh, well behaved I mean you know there's a little bit where they're talking while you know a presenter's going or something like that but for the most part really good we got to see Gettysburg saw the Philadelphia the you know where they signed the Constitution the original capital in Philadelphia then we went down to DC and then down to uh, Monticello which is where Th Thomas Jefferson lived and uh, Mount Vernon, which is where uh, George Washington lived. It's it's kind of crazy to be in those places and think, you know, a couple hundred years ago, there was the actual person was walking through those places, which is pretty cool. So yeah, yeah it was a, it was a good trip. A lot of a lot of historical stuff, which was a lot of fun. So that's awesome. But yeah, I didn't get to see any of the basketball. Um, so I, I missed all these good things. So did you watch uh, any of the games? Yeah, we did pay attention. Um... For the semifinals, we kind of watched the Kimberly game. Okay. Uh, they did kind of – they ran into a buzzsaw, I'll be honest. I saw that one. Yeah. It was rough. That was uh, – yeah. But I think they had a good season to get there. So we'll, we'll, we'll be kind. They were good. The papermakers. They were good. Um, I know you enjoyed it, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> poor, poor Greg. He's yelling at us right now. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> – We'll get a text tomorrow. They played hard. I'm like, well, not hard enough. I mean, that was a kind gesture. Uh, Emily played well. The little portion I saw, I thought she played really well. I was I was proud of her. I was like, yeah. go Emily. So No. As a freshman, to get minutes in that kind of atmosphere, is, that's, hey, it's awesome. And she was guarding, uh, that, is it Kiki or Kiki or whatever, like the best one of the best players? Yeah. That's who she was guarding. I'm like. The UConn recruit. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of used her as a. Greg said is a defensive specialist and uh, she did her job. So yep. you gotta be proud of her. For sure. Um, but I know our local team here in Notre Dame, De La Bay, uh, they went on with their third straight uh, state championship. Um, 
They don't recruit, though, right? Maybe. <laughs> no. They end up with a lot of talent. <laughs> right. They end up with a lot of talent every just, year, and it's, it's impressive. Just happenstance. For a small Catholic school. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for them. Um, but they, they got a little push on their semifinal game, but uh, they ended up coming against McFarland, but then uh, they kind of took the – Took it to uh, Pewaukee by 15. So, um, and I think they're young. I think they've got a good run to go for four. So, Wow. They're restocking the shelves in foreign countries? Constantly. Constantly. Yeah, they had a girl from Bulgaria, six-footer, <laughs> dribble, pass, and shoot. Just draining threes. Her, her right, her uh, – her birth certificate said she was a freshman, but she drove, if you know what I'm saying, to the game. <laughs> to the game. Uh, well, good for them. I'm glad they won. That's that's great. Yeah. But uh, uh, now who, the boys, uh, they'll kick off this weekend down in Madison. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, our local team, DePere, is a powerhouse. They, they – They'll run into, I think, Pewaukee in the finals is how it should play out. But De Pierre's good. De Pierre's really good. Yeah, I have not gotten to see De Pierre play yet. Uh, I've heard that they are excellent um, and that kind of a buzzsaw, like almost unbeatable. So we'll see if they can live up to the hype here. Yeah, they, they beat Pewaukee once, but now you got to play, you know, you have a good chance to play them again. So that's always tough to do. Yeah, let's see. What does it say here? The Pier versus Kettle Moraine. Man, I'll tell you what, Kettle Moraine just won a state title for the girls. Uh, we didn't really go over that, but um, they ended up beating uh, Hortonville, correct? Yeah. And we, you and I were talking about this pr prior to jumping on. I, I don't know how they were a, a three seed. They were a three seed, but they had one loss. And then they just kind of walked through and took the, you know, they, they, the semifinal and then the final. It didn't seem like it was. Very difficult for them. Yeah, they they put up some big numbers too. Seventy seven points in the uh, semifinals. That's a lot of points. Yes, and, and against a team, I mean, uh, Hortonville didn't look bad at all. I mean, they were a tough team, and they kind of took it to Hortonville. Yeah, no, they got one of the best players in the state. Yeah, at least that's what I'm told. I, I don't. You know, I I followed it for the tournament, but I right. I don't get to I don't get to a game, so I can, can't even lie to you and tell you I I know people. Oh, I don't know anybody. Looks like you got Brilliant is going to be in the uh, possibly is in the semifinals. That's a local team for you. I'm just looking to see if there's any other Newman Catholic is the closest to me. Uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science. Are they in there for the boys? They are in there for the boys. Uh, we actually played them in football. Uh, Spash did um, and beat them. Um, but they are, I understand, a basketball school. And the girls were in the semifinals. So they, they, they're. Yeah, they lost in the championship. Game. That's what it was. Yeah. So their, their, their basketball program is doing really well. But I heard it's like a. It's kind of one of those question mark schools where all of a sudden it popped up and it's kind of where you go to play basketball. Honestly, when we played them in football, that was the first thing we noticed is that a lot of their kids seem like they play basketball, but then they also play other sports in, in the off seasons. Um, that was just kind of the take that we had on it. And they were definitely a speed and finesse team uh, on football. They weren't, a, uh, they had a couple big dudes, but they were more finesse and uh, technique but really, really athletic, really fast team um, when we played them. But they looked like a basketball school. Did you ever play hoops? I call it hoops because I felt like I was part of the game. I've played before. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was really good at it. Uh, remember, I took the old shoulder to the, to the ribs. Um, well, but uh, – in your younger days. In my younger days. So remember, my high school did not have athletics, uh, but we did have one. We had a varsity basketball team that you had to try out for, and we had one game a year, and we played the alumni. 
was awesome. Oh, yeah, funny. it was awesome. And I played like five minutes in that game and I, but I will say this, I played five minutes in that game, but there were four pictures in the yearbook. Three of them had me in it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. All that <laughs> and you look at that and you're like, that dude started and played a lot. What can I say? <laughs> it was a win. I love, we can't, we had, I think, my seventh grade year, we had like six boys in our class. So everybody had to play. Okay. And then so we joined with the eighth grade and we were small Catholic school. And I was averaging like 12, nice. you know, I shot a lot. I mean, let's not worry about the number of shots. Let's worry about the points. And then eighth grade year, we joined another Catholic school. And then I got to high school and there was no chance. We had really good high school players. But I was an intramural guy. Loved intramurals. Oh, intramurals is great. Good time. Yeah. So then that was it. My size never correlated with the basketball program. And uh, my I think it was my speed and lack thereof that. Yeah. I could I had handles though, man. I could I could dribble until I got pressured and then I got <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Speaking of intramurals, uh, so Smash does this thing where like the intramur they do intramurals and then there's an intramural champion. So the intramural champion then gets to play just a, a mix of um, Smash faculty members, which you know we just throw it together and kind of come out there and play them, which is a lot of a lot of fun. But I'll tell you what, and I remember think doing this when I was their age. When you're young and you kind of play, you're like you see a bunch of old guys and you're like, ah, oh, we are going to kill these guys. We're going to run up and down. We're going to, and they are talking trash like all day. They're like, Oh, we're going to kill you guys. We're going to take it to you. We beat the ever loving piss out of those kids. And, and it was, I mean, it was like 60 to 26 or so. I mean, it was brutal. I mean, at one point it was like 25 to nothing. I mean, we just took it to them. And it, you always forget when you're young, like how, how like, having just some elderly game knowledge really, really helps. <laughs> like just being smart. Right. And usually there's a couple of staff. It's <laughs> always staff members that played like D one basketball <laughs> that nobody knows about. And we get our head football coach is actually really good. Uh, Ryan Eigenberger. He's probably in his, he's in his low thirties, but just a, like, you can just tell he's just a good, good athlete and good player. Sees the floor really well. He's just cutting kids up out there. I mean, just passes to, you know, behind the back. And, you know, it just, it was awesome. And those kids were just like, yeah, they didn't talk anything after that. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was fun to throw the youth down a little bit. Yeah, once in a while. But I didn't do much in that game, but I, I saw it. I got to watch other people have success, which was fun. Did you get in the yearbook picture? <laughs> I don't. I create the yearbook. <laughs> I don't even think I got in. <laughs> You're in charge of the yearbook. Too? Yeah, I just submitted it at uh, like eleven fifty on mid eleven fifty on Monday night, the thirteenth. Yeah. Is there anything you don't do over there? Well, there's a couple things, but yeah, the yearbook is the biggest stressor, man. That thing. Yeah, it stresses you out. But anyways, it's 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 a good time. And the worst part about the yearbook, I don't even tell people usually about this, but when you stop and think about it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. The first day of class, what I tell the kids is, this is the only class at Spash where your homework is public and it lives forever. And it is. So you mess up and it's. Uh, and it lives forever. And I show them, I'm like, listen, I've got a yearbook right here from 1940. Whoever did this back then, if they made a mistake, forty, you know, sixty years, seventy years later, we're we're looking at that mistake. So it's one of those things where your homework, if you screw off in another class, yeah, no big deal, you fail, right? You screw off here, it's like everybody knows it forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow, I didn't think. Yeah, about that. I was not on the committee, but I did. So we had since you do pictures for clubs, yeah. like I joined the computer yeah. club. And I joined, I don't know, I was in like two clubs, but in high school, it was one day it was pictures and they would, they would be like, all right, now key club come down to the gym. And I'd be like, I love pictures. So I went with key club and then I went with sad students got drunk drivers. And then I went with the computer club. I was in like seven pictures. It was amazing. They're like, 
how are you in so many clubs? I'm like, I don't know. I just went and did the pictures. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I like so, that story. To the youth out there, enjoy it. Get in as many photos <laughs> as you can. Nobody's going to question you. They're going to be like, were you really? And you can't retake the photo. True. You know, and actually now what we do is we do track, like, how many times you've been in the yearbook as we're making the yearbook. So we will actively, like, I had one girl a couple of years ago that was in, like, 24 times. And I actually had to make an announcement, like, we are not doing any more pictures of Abby. Like, Abby's done. Abby's out. We're not doing any more of Abby. Because she was in, like, three sports. She was in, like, choir and band and just, like, everything. Like, we're done with Abby. Abby's out. Like, we're, we need no more pictures of Abby. She's way overrepresented. We got to find some kid that's in there, like, once. Find that kid and take his picture. <laughs> just, like, standing next to the bike rack and be like, bike rack Billy is over here. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, anyways, enough about oh, the yearbook. Man, I did, I, that's, yeah. That's it. I did, uh. Did get Mace some new cleats. Oh, yeah, I went back to our, our episode, and we talked about cleats and AR, AG, and you know, oh my God. What did you get? Because Amelia needs did some. The price go up. Oh, these were ridiculous. Um, here, I'll pull it up <coughs> on my uh, on the line. Yeah, because it's it's one of those things that I'm going to need to – like, hers are starting to really wear, and I'm like, I got to get her something before the season starts. But she's so dang picky. That's the problem. These are way out of line. Like, I wasn't paying attention, and basically took my call. <laughs> they were Nike Zoom Mercial Superfly 9. Oh, I just – it's so funny. When I just typed in cleats, that was, like, the fourth one over. Yeah, and then she, she did, like – Made them her own. Ooh, she customized. <sighs> I threw up when I saw <laughs> Are they going to last? They're not even here yet. They're going to be another oh, two my. weeks. Are they, it, they you said it's a Nike, so that means there's probably some kid in China making them? Well, he, he's really getting paid, I'm going to be honest. Oh, I don't think he is. <laughs> Phil Knight is. Phil, I, Phil I Knight's do. doing great. <laughs> Oh, he's doing great. But I did want that AG cleat because it's an artificial. Oh, really? So, yeah, we did go. I did read a lot about that. We talked about the podcast, people to go back. But uh, it does not slip like a normal cleat. It's a rounder. Okay. So it's actually designed. And then, you know, with all the knee injuries we've been having, I kind of got a little nervous and spent the money. Okay. I, I didn't pick up on that part, even though I was on the podcast. <laughs> so, so the AG one, so that one doesn't actually, it, it's designed specifically for the, the, the turf. It's artificial grass. Hmm. Yeah. And it's designed just for turf. Interesting. Um, Cause there's firm ground, there's FG and then there's AG. Uh, there's very few AG cleats that I noticed, like, cause it was a specialty shoe. Um, hmm. But it is for artificial grass. Interesting. So. Okay. Well, you have to let me know if you if she likes them. Oh, she better like them. <laughs> but I, I, they, you know, they wear them so they're they're in them all the time. Yeah. So I, I guess as long as they, they last, if if they give me a year, I'll be good. It's when they give you six months that I get a little. Yeah, the last ones we got for Amelia probably started dying around nine months. And then they she's made, milked them to a year here, but because this is about when we bought them last year, so we're gonna have to change them out because they're they're cracking and breaking. And I've actually glued them twice already, so because that's who that's who I am. I like as soon as the the foot started, this the sole started coming off. I'm like, all right, shoe glue, put them together, clamp them together, like got them all. I've I've glued so many shoes because the soles fall off. Ridiculous. I'm just that cheap. I wish I could get away with that. My my family just orders new and it just drives me nuts. <laughs> I think I got a thank you letter from Phil Knight hey. this year. Like, thanks, Toby. You're he showed you his new yacht. <laughs> right? Right? His new basketball court in Oregon. <laughs> it says sponsored by Phil Knight and Toby underneath. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and they're good cleats too. I mean, the the Nikes. I just wish that there was a little bit. I think you mentioned that on the podcast that there's actually one that's made like out of leather that this shoe is, because that's my biggest beef. Is it seems like that polyester or whatever the the fabric on the top half of the shoe breaks down so dang quick, and that's what my big beef is. Right, and I think in that, like on, uh, I know Adidas has different levels. Um, if you like, you think you're like, oh, these are blank, and then they're premier cleats. Well, that's one of the levels, and then there's elite, and then there's um, uh, classic. So, the higher the level in soccer, the more expensive the shoe for that style. But it's worth it because they do different leathers and everything on the side. Okay. So as they get better and play more, it's it's kind of you know. I've, you know, we always tried to get better shoes and my mom would be like, no, you know, wear what you got. <laughs> right. You're not good. Yeah. She's, <laughs> oh yeah. Matt, my, if I told my mom that I needed new cleats when I was a kid, she would have went to it. She would have like, okay, let's go get some garage sales. And that's where we'd have gone. Like <laughs> there would have been no, <laughs> dude, no new, there was no new clothes. It was not happening. I I remember when I was in eighth grade for basketball, I got Jordans, one Jordan ones, I think. And back then they were like a hundred bucks. And she is like, if you tell your father, I swear to God, we're all dead. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about me. I should have kept them in a box. Things would have been worse. Probably. It would have been. But I wore them every day. I wore them every day in the mud. It didn't bother me. Good for you. Get your use out of them. Yeah. That was it, and then yeah, that was that was the most expensive shoe I ever got. So I was out of line, and now that's an average pair, right? One hundred thirty dollars. You're like, what the? <laughs> so is is uh, Mace excited to get going? Get or is she nervous? I think so. She's nervous, yeah. nervous. I'd like to get the trials going for her and see where she end up because Bayport Varsity tries out on the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. I think they post the team on the 29th, Wednesday. And then that Friday, they get on a bus for a tournament in lacrosse. Oh, wow. So you're going across the state. Right. So there's, so there, and there's very, there'll be one practice as a varsity squad. So, I, you know, if, if she's fortunate to make it, she'll be on a bus for lacrosse on Friday. Wow. We'll tag behind and it's a school trip. So it's, they, it's kind of neat because they'll bust together. They yep. come together. Yeah, so that's actually, that's actually similar to what we're going to be doing, too, because we have uh, our first scrimmages on the 28th. We have the you know tryouts and practice the week of spring break. And then on the 31st, we're down to Urbana, Illinois. Of course, we got to go to Illinois, everyone's favorite. And then from there, uh, then we play two games and then a possible third, depending on how we do. But yeah, it's we we literally are going to only have because of spring break. We've got eleven girls not at practice, so that's so really we don't actually get to play together until the week of. We don't even they, and they want to know like names of the people from our varsity team. Like we have no idea. We're not going to know till literally when we get on the bus and head down. I mean, so wow. yeah. I don't know. Dude, there was a great, and I'm not saying it's going to happen to you but there was a great TikTok where this guy was like so disappointed i gotta tell my my son he he tried out he worked hard and he just i saw that one and then they show he's sitting next to his kid and he's like he's like you're the coach and he's like yeah i know sorry son oh i would be ruthless i i feel i actually feel bad for amelia the times that i coach i am not nice to my own kids i just am not i i don't know so I kind of feel bad for. It. I shouldn't say I'm not nice. I I try to be as you know supportive as possible, but I also try to be as blunt as possible too. Well, you kind of have to, right? Because everybody's like, "Oh, you're yeah. babying your kid," or you took the coaching job. You know, I have a a, a friend who uh, his company is fortunate enough, and they donate money yeah. to schools, like for programs, and and they donate the money where his kids go to school. And he had informed, like, he's like, listen, I'm not doing this for anything but the fact that, you know, the soccer team needs some stuff. He gives to other right. sports, too. And somebody found out, you know, oh, you're giving money to get your kid. He's like, just stop. Yeah. That's so dumb. That's too bad. 
It, you know, it's funny because that stuff always yeah. comes in, and that's where I, I think I'm going to actually be more involved with the JV team. I mean, we're going to be together at some point, but um, so I may end up being uh, her coach, and I may may not. It just depends on how everything shakes out. But I, honestly, I, I'm the only person from Spash on the coaching staff, so that for me was when I, you know, when I saw how everything was shaking out. That's kind of where my biggest interest is. Like, there needs to be, in my opinion, somebody from the building on almost any high school team. I don't care what it is. And it's always unfortunate when you don't have anyone in the building on a team. Um, so that's one of the things that's like, I think has been a focus for Spash is to try to make sure we don't just have, we, that we don't have zero uh, faculty members. You want to have somebody from the school because then if they have an issue, if there's something that comes up, you can address it a lot, a lot faster being on in the building. Um, it's always tough when you don't have anyone from the building. And I, I can't think of any sports right now where we don't have at least one staff member on, this, on from the building on a team. I don't think. Maybe wrestling, I think. so. But anyways, that's the ideal. Is You'd like to have somebody. So it got to be me. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good time. Kind of jealous. I think my knowledge of sports would really benefit some soccer team. I think so. I don't know where or what soccer team, but, I mean, our ability to understand offsides. Top I mean, notch. You're gonna, it's going to go back to the story when you're going to coach and they're going to be like, yeah, I don't think you know what you're talking about. We're going to do it this way. Be like, All right, <laughs> let's go get them. We're going to run Sarah's way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. So, yeah, we'll see. See how it goes. But I'll keep you posted. Oh, snow? my God. Yeah. Ridiculous snow. amounts. We just keeps it's coming. Good. It's supposed to come again tonight, tonight and tomorrow. I'm like, for the love of God, I'm in a, I'm in a club where we're not supposed to shovel after March 1st, and it's getting pretty difficult. How do I get in this club? <laughs> oh, go to Facebook. It's the, called the No Shovel Club, and uh, it is awesome. I'm not going to lie. It's it's a good time. It's got uh, It was started by uh, uh, Dave Hauser. And uh, it's got 700 members, and the the only condition, the only rule is that after March 1st, you can't shovel anymore. You got to just let it. You just got to drive on it. What did you get? Was it Monday? Sun. Monday morning. I think. Yeah, we had um, we between the two storms that came through. There was like one, I think, on the weekend, and then there was one after that. It was like almost 20 inches. How did you get out of your driveway? I stared at, I don't know. I got back and it sure looked like she just drove on it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good. You know, whatever. There's just ruts and you literally, there's a path just big enough to get out of the driveway. <laughs> it's like just snow everywhere else. <laughs> Pretty awesome. I actually got up early Monday and snow, uh, snow blowed like before anybody drove on it for the first time. And wow. That I can remember. Usually we drive on it for the day and then I get all grumpy and say, and all my neighbors are beautifully clean. And then I just got so yep. ruts. and I give up, but it was 42 today. We lost, yeah, we lost a lot today too, but now it's going to, it's supposed to uh, get cold again over the weekend. So that sucks. So, oh, well, yeah, spring sports are bad, but so, anyways, if you want to get in a no shovel club, all you got to do is just stop shoveling and just start driving on it and just piss your neighbors off. Now, obviously, clear your sidewalks if you live in the city. You got to do your due diligence. Okay, that's good. Then just drive on it, piss your neighbors off. They'll look at you and be like, what is wrong with Toby? Why isn't he shoveling? Be like, middle finger, I don't care. Driving on it. Not doing this anymore. I like it. So, fun story on that. Uh, the Dave Hauser just got uh, two NBA players into the No Shovel Club, and I, I kind of said I'm, he got his son, obviously, and then he got his uh, one of their teammates. Oh, actually, three. There was his son and two other teammates, and I said, but I don't know if they actually have driveways to shovel. And they're like, yeah, it's probably a good point. <laughs> and they're in youth of Boston, so it's like I don't know if they really have snow. It still gives street cred. Street cred, baby. Right? Yeah, they got NBA players wearing the shirt around. That's the No Shovel Club. Good deal. You should check out the site. It, it, it's actually pretty funny. On Facebook. No 
I will take a look, but I wanted, uh, I want you to know that we, so I bowled, me and, me and my wife bowled in an event for the Lions Club nice. on Saturday. Not very good at bowling. It was a nine pin tournament. All you had to do was knock nine out of 10 down. Couldn't even do that. But I got four people to subscribe on YouTube. So that was a success. It cost me four beers, <laughs> but I did it. We got to 50. Now we got to get to 51 in case we we're not losing anybody. Who would leave this? Right. So whoever's listening, just do us a favor. And Ireland jumped up to 5%. We lost some what? Germans down to 2%. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Ireland all the time. We didn't Germany. Kind That's of, true. Kind of I, I'm just going to check this out here while we're, while we're live. But yeah, you are correct. We did get to 50, which is amazing. Now we can do live streams from our mobile. Uh, so what that actually means is if you or I are individually going somewhere, we could potentially live stream it. I actually thought about this. You could like live stream a kid's game or something and just put a sign out like, hey, if you want to follow, jump on. You get to, you know, because I actually had somebody ask me that when I live stream my daughter's games, just for us, like I'll, I'll only share it privately on Facebook or whatever, because it's, you know, it's just fifth grade. It's not a big deal. But um, they were like, hey, how do I get on, on that? And it's like, well, I don't make it public. So I'm like, well, you can't really. But if I was live streaming on this, I could just say, hey, scan this little QR code. You're in. We could get, pick up some people that way. So. So we'll do. Yes, for notes. sure. And some when we get club soccer yep. on, on Facebook. And then you, what we'll do is we'll share that on the Facebook page, and then we can stream it through YouTube, which is awesome. So better subscribe. There's going to be content coming to the live stream. It'll be good. Yeah. Man, that's – I didn't know. I didn't know, but I did. We, we, got, we made it happen. So thank you to the people of Seymour. Kelly Holman was a big successful at this. She took it by the horns, and she ran around and grabbed people's nice. phones. I watched her. I don't know if that's yeah. legal, but I, I did accept it. It works. Appreciate it. I like it. Hey, good job. That's uh that's huge. Um uh, that's good stuff. Gotta get those subscribers. And yeah, I mean honestly, the the audience, uh we Ireland's at five percent. Um it's it's crazy uh how fast it's growing. So it's, you know what? Because yeah, we're over a thousand between the two. Yeah. Picking up, picking up viewers. We gotta, we gotta set this up. We gotta, we gotta start to get some money. We gotta start to get some coin. Hey, what do they say? You know, build it, they will come. Right? If you build it. So I'm saving the good stories for when we're gonna get paid. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And some have to do with sports. Some don't. I think we've proven on this episode that we don't have to always talk about sports <laughs> right yeah that's a good point we got some uh guests coming up right Are yeah it's still on the docket i i uh i need to uh just confirm that again but it was uh set up for the first week in april uh got a got a big guest that said that uh, she would come on which is awesome should we drop should we drop a name here big, big guest i don't think we're once okay. she confirms All right. again so big surprise. So, so this is a big one. Like this could be a big, a big guest for us. Um, you know, obviously rookie homage to him, but you know, he was, he was a big guest, but this one carries a lot of uh, clout that a lot of people would be interested to hear from a lot of people. So we got to figure out what kind of questions we're going to ask. Are you saying we're going to have to do research? Uh, what can we ask? <laughs> no, no, that's not how we do things. I'm just saying, I don't want to come off like I'm an investigative <laughs> journalist, even though I won't, because I don't. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Thanks for answering my question. No, I'm done. Yeah, I, there's definitely a lot of questions that we would want to ask. Um, you know, and I think stuff that, you know, I think she would be ready for uh, about a lot of youth sports. So, uh, but yeah, it, was, it, it would be a very big, uh, big guest. That is for sure. So. You know, and, and uh, you know, we are looking for guests, too. We had the, the two guys out by you from uh, Amherst, baseball coach. Mm -hmm. It would be great. It was Amherst, right? Not no, not Athelstein. It was Amherst. 
and they were great. That was fun to talk to. Um, so if you know, if there's somebody out there anywhere in the world, if you're from Ireland, we can dial this in. I speak Irish. Especially Friday, right? We're all Irish. On it's Friday. true. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, with St. Patty's Day coming up. I mean, how could we not be a fan of the Irish with St. Patty's Day? I you know, I heard something because uh, I actually when I was in Peru, there was two people from Irish Ireland, Irish. Uh, and they were there, and I asked them about St. Patty's Day, and they're like, they had no idea what I was talking about. They thought they thought it was kind of amazing that, that, that as Americans that we celebrated St. Patrick's Day. But maybe it was just them. I don't know. They just, but they were like confused about the whole thing. So I don't think they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. At least they didn't. Because they get it every. It's probably every true. Day. Every day in Ireland. That's probably true. Patty's Day. Good point. You know what's crazy about Dublin is when you step off the street, you look oh, right. That's true. That was weird. I would I probably do because I look left and then I step and then the car went by and I'm like, holy buckets, that was bad. Could have died. I don't know why I just thought of this, but I thought about rookie last week, the thousand dollar thing. I, people seem to really enjoy that part of, about about the rookie thing. The thousand dollars. He just kept coming back to the thousand. I thought that was awesome. So, well, like you said, I would gladly pay that. Yeah, no kidding. I texted you this week. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it is, it is what it is. So, you got a stern letter too. I didn't listen. I did not see any. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of emails that come from the the, the club, but they're like, "You need to pay this uh, raffle fee now." And I'm like, "I didn't." Even, it looked like a scam to me the way it was sent out. And it was like some weird address, and it's and then at the bottom it says Eric Gebhardt, and I'm like, "I don't know what this is." That's why I texted you. I'm like, "Is this legit?" This seems like I'm going to log in, and next thing you know, my whole computer's taken over, and I'm like being held ransom to get my computer back. <clears throat> well, you're not, and you don't go to indoor right. because you're, you know, you had other things going with with hockey. So and they gave away all the calendars at indoor. So we just met on that too. The people that haven't paid. And I'm like, oh, if I'd have known it was you, I'd have, I'd have taken it easy. And they're like, well, maybe he, he didn't mean it. What did they say? Did, did they disparage my name? No, no, you were one of many. They've done a nice job, but uh, the high school girls are the hardest, right? Because they don't, because they do the calendars in winter, and then we don't see the high school girls till yeah summer. Anyways, one of two. <laughs> yeah, <I was> probably. <laughs> so, anyways, I'll pay that ninety-five dollars because uh, the letter I got was uh, very clear that it needs to happen asap. ASAP. Well, they're talking about pulling players cards. Really? So imagine going down to going down to St. Louis and your daughter's looking at you like, "Oh boy, it's dad." Oh my God, Amelia would probably kick me. She'd probably Rochambeau me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Our daughters are the. It would not be good. Be dead. Yeah. I'll get it paid. I just I yeah I haven't yet, but I I will do it this weekend probably. Eric, otherwise, Eric will send me another sternly worded email. Eric, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else should we talk about? Uh, good riddance to Aaron Rodgers. Don't let the good do- the the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. So let me ask you this, because now he came out and he said he would like to play for the Jets, right? Or he went into his darkness retreat. Like That's what he says. Retired. Like, just come on. He's full of it. I so agree. full of BS. But I'm trying to figure out who's got the leverage now. Is it the Jets or the Packers? Because now he's, my thought is he wants to play for the Jets. So all the Jets fans are up in arms, are excited. So now if they don't deliver, Correct. they're going to be disappointed. But then again, the Jets are the only team that are actively pursuing him. So why exactly. do overpay for this? And he's he's still a good quarterback. I mean, oh, for sure. Don't get me wrong. 
but it's time the time for the Packers to move on. Like we're not going to the Super Bowl with them next year. Let's just start over. We take the money, we'll take the cap hit, and then we can start to build. Yeah. New. I mean, here's the way I look at it. They, he's already on the roster, and they're already paying for him. And if when they trade him, they're going to take a $40 million cap hit. So from their perspective, they can just let him ride. I mean, it, it's not going to hurt him any worse to have him sitting there doing nothing. So they can tell the Jets, hey, if you don't give us what we want, pound sand, we'll just hold him here and start love. Now, would they really do that? No, because it's going to be such a distraction. And the other side of it is if they had to wait until June 1st, he's a designated June 1st at that point. So then you could delay the the, the penalty, the cap hit penalty. So you could theoretically drag it out if you really needed to. But will they do that? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think they're going to want to get this thing done in the next week. Is, is that the June 1st? I heard June 1st things change. So is that the, the cap? Correct. Yeah, you get to offset it a little bit. Yeah. I agree. Bite the bullet. Take the hit. This is it a one year cap? Well, it, you could split it, so it, you'd get to do half and half, as as I understand it. So you do a little bit now and a little bit then. So then it's it, it just makes it a little bit. So, but I'd rather just do it all this year and be done with it. Get it over with. Call it a year. You know, uh, we already <laughs> raised ticket prices, so I. Hey, they they made you pay that before this news came out. They're like, hey, Aaron, if you could hold off on this news, give people some hope that maybe you're coming back, then we're going to sell tickets, mm-hmm. then we trade you. 100%. Yep. Yep. Just Toby's kept cash. All right, let's trade him. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know, man. I... I would just I'm so disappointed we didn't trade him last year. We wouldn't have had the big hit. We'd have just we didn't have a great year anyway. We didn't make the playoffs. It's like could have just traded him last year, got three first rounders from the Broncos and been done with it. That's what I wanted. Yeah, now you look back at it and yeah. it was a just it was a no win situation. It he's held yeah. his hostage for years. He's yep. played great. But when they that was the time to go. Day, yep. We Agreed. Anywhere. Yeah. Should have cut time. And actually, that was the Thursday of the opening round of basketball. Oh, yeah. You're right. So, anyways. Sayonara, Aaron. Yeah. E-R-I-N. <laughs> now it gets ugly. This is where the, the claws come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I... The greatest shirt was we're gonna miss. I have that shirt. I it says we'll never forget you, Brent. It's a great shirt. The other shirt that I had after Brent left or Brett left, my favorite shirt ever, and I lost it. I don't know how I lost it. I cannot find it anywhere. It's it was the throwing picks and texting chicks, and it was a picture of his face. Dude, that's the greatest shirt ever. Oh, so disappointed I lost that one. That, that that would be amazing. So I'm gonna have to get a good Aaron one here. I'm I'm gonna have to try to come up with something and buy one because I gotta remember Aaron. I think we should get an Etsy account and then we can make up things. There you go. That's not a bad idea. The I mean I, I have to think that something with Aaron needs to be like either about his ayahuasca or his darkness or the fact that his family absolutely disdains him. <laughs> doesn't want to talk to him. Yeah. Or the weird Ooh. girlfriends. Blue. Yeah. E- Woodley or whatever. Dude, like, that was an odd one. Yeah. Whatever. His life. Good for him. Yeah, it's his life. That's right. Let's get the judge. So, anyways. Anything else we need to talk about here? We've covered a lot of stuff. You're getting tired. you got to get to bed. you got to get your beauty sleep. Yeah. Man, pickleball, jury duty this week. You put a guy in prison. (laughs) Dead. Guilty. Guilty as charged. But here's my thing. So I was sitting in the jury box, right? And I'd sit there and I'd look and I'd kind of look at the defense table. And a couple of times he was staring at me. At least I thought he was. And I'm like, Yeah, that. Like, he probably, oh my God, he probably had that dead look in his eyes. He's just staring into nothing. He's coming down off the high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
his brain was so messed up with the meth, he had no idea. But he was, I think I caught him looking at me one time. He weighed like 85 pounds. I mean, I could, I'd get, you know, push him down, right? It would have been no big deal, but. Stay safe out there. Maybe that's going to be the, the podcast name then. I put a guy in prison or something. There we go. I think, I think yeah, that, that maybe we'll do that. All right. Yeah. Juror number 10. <laughs> awesome. Anything else we should cover here? That's it. Got a big, uh, like I said, we'll be in touch more next week. Yeah. We'll trips and the Bucks. I'll, maybe okay. Tuesday night I'll be in town. Tuesday night okay, that sounds like a plan. Looking forward to it. We'll, we'll get her done. We can talk a little bit about the uh, the tourney and then uh, how things are going. Yeah, with soccer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome, Toby. And uh, well, great. Well, you have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. Have a good night, time. man. All right. Bye.